You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. So it's uh, all for play for still? I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Hi, villains, and welcome to For the Love of Paul McGrath podcast. Back again today with a smaller, shorter, not a smaller podcast, a shorter podcast uh, today. Um, just wanted to, to pop on and chat uh, about some news that came out during the week. Didn't get time to get around to it. Uh, whereby Antonio Cardon, um, the former Betis sporting director, is, seems to be on Aston Villa's radar. Uh, now, Aston Villa, as we know, have been looking for and looking at sporting directors recently um in the january transfer window it was rumored that, that uh, a contingent went to sociedad to meet and speak to uh, to their sporting director and that una emery is looking to work with somebody um somebody different or somebody extra or somebody new or whatever the case may be what this means for johan lang i don't know um i can't imagine it means something too good um for him but what i would say is that uh potentially the whoever villa are looking at would come in would come in to work with him um or maybe that he would be moved into a new role albeit that antonio cordon does seem to have some generals he would like to bring with him as well so it's all exciting stuff i suppose really a new sporting director gives aston villa a new kind of look at where they might be going with regards to recruitment, where they might be going with regards to scouting, what the vision of the club is, obviously with the links to Vittoria de Gomarish as well. Um, the Not the links, the, the, the concrete link now that there is investment in there for 46% of the club, um, that Aston Villa will be looking, no doubt, to pillage the South American market or the, um, the European market a small bit more and to utilise the, the partnership between the two clubs. And if somebody like Antonio Cardinal does come in, um, I think it would be 
beneficial given he has a working relationship or working nature with um with uh, bringing players from South America and also with the uh, with La Liga and and the Iberian Peninsula as well um there in uh, between Spain and and Portugal so just wanted to take a quick little look at a couple of the things uh, a couple of things written about him previously I'm going to share up an article here as you know, the Birmingham Mail have uh, have written about him. So this is from a couple of days ago. Here, Ashley Priest wrote an article about uh, about Antonio Cardon. We're going to take a little look at what they said there, and it it says that Aston Villa are understood to be in discussions to bring bring in Real Betis sporting director Antonio Cardon. The news broke this week after Cardon suddenly announced that he was to step down. From his role at Betis, having headed up the club's transfer activities since the summer of 2020, uh, Estadio Deportivo in Spain said Canal Radio have detailed how Cordon is weighing up two very attractive offers, one from Barcelona and the other from Unai Emery's Aston Villa. His assistants at Betis, Jose Ignacio Navarro, who's his recruitment analysis. An analyst and Alberto Benito, who's also an analyst, are understood to be keen to follow Cordon to either New Camp or Villa Park should he opt to accept the offer. I did read as well today when I was when I was doing a small bit of research for this that Alberto Benito is being um this uh, Betis are hoping he will stay on and will become their new sporting director. Although they are talking to a uh, former Barcelona sporting director Planes and. Uh, couple of other guys whose names escape me at this moment in time scrolling on along here it says that in a statement this week betis confirmed cordon's departure and said antonio cordon will no longer continue at real real betis uh, the director of football ends a successful spell in the green and white club cordon arrived in heliopolis in july 2020 in these two and a half seasons he has contributed in winning the copa del rey in 2022 and two qualifications for european competitions in the current season, Real Betis is fighting in the top spots of the La Liga table. The work done by Antonio Cordon has stood out for the success and building of this team, as well as implementing a demanding and successful working method in all aspects related to the first team. Everyone at Real Betis would like to uh, effusively thank Antonio Cordon for the work done and wish him all the best in the future. So Cordon was expected to see out the remainder of the season while he was also asked about reports linking him with a switch to Barca, to which he replied, I'm laughing. I have nothing with any club. My departure is not because I'm going to a club for the moment. So nothing. It is true that undoubtedly now they are going to link me to many teams, both in Europe and in Spain. But it is what it is. It is something that I have to expect. So during his tenure at Castrap Betis, Cordon signed 13 players, eight of which were free transfers. The biggest success story is that of Brazilian uh, winger Luis Enrique, who Villa were linked with last month. Fellow Brazilian Luis Felipe and Portuguese uh, goalkeeper Rui Silva have also been huge hits following their free arrivals from Lazio and Granada, respectively. And Cordon's previous roles uh, included acting as sporting director at Ecuador, Monaco and Villarreal last month. Of course, Villa boss Emery worked with Cardan to bring Alex Moreno to Villa Park for 12 million. So the, it does go on here to mention um, a couple of other pieces here to talk talking about influences at uh, at um, at Real Betis. But uh, all in all, uh, the uh, article itself was um, as as I say, really just kind of highlights uh, the areas and where he where. Um, Antonio Cordon has worked with Real Betis. Uh, so I want to add to the stream a small bit, uh, a small bit of um, a slide deck here that I've done on uh, Antonio Cordon. 
Um, and I just wanted to kind of highlight as well, going back to see what kind of recruitment he has done. So looking at all the players that he's brought in from uh, when he was with Betis, uh, from June, 20 to, June 2020 to January 2023, and we can see that he's worked in the free transfer market, he's worked the loan market, he's worked in uh, in an area of constraint, I suppose, with, with regards to Real Betis. Um, obviously, as, as was mentioned in the article there. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Working towards uh, signing Luis Enrique um, for, for 8 million only, and he's been touted already at going for upwards of 30, 40, 50 million already, which is absolutely huge. Uh, he signed German Pezella as well from Fiorentina, um, who was a World Cup, who is now a World Cup winning centre half. Um, and uh, I'm looking to see, do I have it in there? Uh, Guido Rodriguez, the, I think he may have signed Guido Rodriguez as well, but I don't seem to have it on the list uh, there for Real Betis. But all in all, um, uh, Cardon has uh, done some really good work at Real Betis. Moving on then towards Sissi, who appears to be signed at Monaco. He was <laughs> very heavily dabbling in the in the defensive market when he was with uh, when he was at Monaco, signing Morgan DeSantis from AS Roma and a free transfer, brought in Camel Gick as well from Torino for 11 million. Benjamin Mendy, he brought him to the club at, uh, to Monaco at 21 years of age for 13 million. We know that he went for big money then to uh, to uh, Manchester City and has had his woes and, uh, you know, what will come from that legal action uh, is yet to be seen. And Jibril Sidibe as well um, brought him in from Lille uh, for 15 million into the club, but heavily, heavily tasked with bringing in some defensive reinforcements there um utilizing both the the French and the the French market utilizing the um utilizing Syria and also utilizing the uh the Brazilian market as well but where I was really interested to look at was what did he do at Villarreal now obviously his pack at Villarreal um didn't uh cross over with Dunai Emery but some of the some of the massive players that he brought in at Villarreal um really helped to shape that that club from the turn of the century onwards. And he was there for quite a period of time. So, um, you know, he was with Villarreal for how many years does it say there? Um, yeah, from 1999 to 20, uh, 2016. And you can see some of the players that he brought through there. Marcos Senna brought him as a 25-year-old to the to La Liga. We know how that turned out. Ended up being a, a, a Spanish international and ended up being, you know, one of the best defensive midfielders in Europe at the time. Uh, Juliano Belletti brought him in um, from from Brazil 
uh, ended up having numerous moves playing with Barcelona, playing with uh, playing with Chelsea as well in his time. Pepe Reina, as a 19-year-old, signed him from Barcelona. Um, we now know that he's obviously back at, um, at, at Villarreal, I think, at the moment as well. Took when Ron Wickelme came in to the Spanish uh, to the Spanish game, playing at Barcelona, uh, it didn't really click off for him massively. There, he went on loan to Villarreal and had some of his best days at Villarreal as well. Fabrizio Colaccini, he understood the market, uh, the South American market. There, brought Colaccini in on loan from AC Milan. Colaccini had only played one game for AC Milan. He'd only played one game for uh, in in uh, South America previous to that. Um, Cardan saw something in him, brought him in on loan. He ended up playing 32 or 33 games, I think it was that season, and ended up getting a massive move to Deportivo La Coruña, who then obviously sold him to Newcastle United. And Fabrizio Colaccini is now currently the manager of the Venezuelan under-20s team who are, co- who are competing at the Common Ball under-20s uh, tournament at the moment. Um, also, he did a great... Re- re- um, retreading of Diego Forlan. Forlan obviously came to the Premier League with Manchester United, didn't hit the ground running, moved to Villarreal, and that's where he had some of his best days as a striker. Antonio Valencia was another player who he brought to Villarreal. And uh, and while he didn't hit massive heights at Villarreal, he didn't go on loan to Wigan, United, to Wigan Athletic from there, then got his break uh, at a full transfer to, to Wigan Athletic and then onwards to Manchester United. Diego Godin, Brought him in from South America, another colossus of a defender, brilliant European defender, absolutely excellent um, for Atletico Madrid uh, more recently. But he was brought in by Antonio Cardan, Christian Zapata, another defender uh, was brought in there. Colombian defender played at AC Milan for a couple of years. I'm not thoroughly, I'm not 100% sure where he is at the moment. He was also at Udinese as well. Martin Caceres, I missed him out as well. Barcelona player, Juventus player, um, another um, another Uruguayan that uh, has come in and uh, came in and stuck around European football and a good, dogged defender who had his ups and had his downs. Under Cordon's um, leadership, Santi Cazorla was promoted to the senior squad. He brought in Matteo Musaccio. As well, another very good South American centre half brought into the club, promoted from the, to the senior squad under Cardan's um, leadership. So it's it's just it, it, it's an interesting piece, and as I mentioned, this isn't going to be a very very long podcast. But I just wanted to take a look and see with Aston Villa where where can we kind of tread the treads together and try and make that woven fabric. That if somebody like Cardan came in here, what would he bring to the team? And I think that. What we've seen is that he he can work in different in different areas. He's actually pretty good at um at working in the in the intermediate levels, I suppose, with regards to spending. The 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 the, the less and the intermediate levels of spending. He's never really been at a club where they've horsed a load of money in. But when you look at these players that you can see on the screen here, and yes, it is going back to bones twenty years. But when you look at these players that you can see here. Coupled with the fact that he still has that little bit of magic and seeing the likes of Luis Enrique, who he's brought into to Betis recently, utilizing that South American market, utilize, being able to find good players in that South American market is very important to him. And I think it's going to be it's going to be very important to Aston Villa going forward as well, if he were to be the man. Now, obviously, he is. we are going to face competition from the likes of Barcelona for him. Um, I think obviously, I think the fact that Barcelona would want to bring in somebody like this who's able to 
find that diamond in the rough, bring them in and utilize them within a team and then sell them on. He also knows when to sell players as well. I haven't uh, I haven't popped it up on the screen there, but he knew when to sell Giovanni Lacelso for uh, from um, from um, uh, he sorry I apologize. I knew he knew when to buy Giovanni Lacelso. He knew when to sell Giovanni Lacelso um, as, as well. Um, sorry, my alarm an alarm went off in my pocket. And it completely threw me off my my train of thought. But as is my way, I will try and bundle along anyway. Um, so uh, Antonio Cardon, as I say, if he is somebody that comes in to play for or to come in to to be the sporting director for Aston Villa, um, I think that there will be a lot of eyes on it. Um, he's somebody who's got a good pedigree, a good track record, and uh, as I say, what that means for Johan Lange, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but. Um, it will be something I think that everybody will be looking at in the off-season or as we approach the off-season because Aston Villa are sure are, are favoured to be heavily involved in the transfer market um, this, this, uh, this off-season as Una Emery tries to shape his squad. So that's going to do it for tonight, guys. Thank you so much. We'll be back again. I've got two or three. I've got a scouting series that I want to put together. Um, starting off with Ibrahim Bamba. More than a scouting series there. Somebody who's been linked with the club. Obviously, we've seen bits and pieces come out from the Victoria uh, de Gomerish, um uh, owner today about that there not being nothing concrete in that. I will have something on him next week. Um, I will also have something on a couple of strikers that I, I uh, am looking at. Um, and yeah, as I say, we will keep these coming at least one of them a week because I really like doing them and I get some and, you know, you guys like uh, seem to like when I put them up there anyway. So Antonio Cardon, let's see what happens between Aston Villa and him over the coming days, weeks, months. And uh, if he ends up at Aston Villa, we will dig a small bit more into this. But thanks, everybody, so much for watching. Thanks, everybody, for listening. If you're new to the podcast, please give it a thumbs up. Um, if you're already currently subscribed to the podcast and you aren't subscribed to our audio podcast, consider subscribing to the audio, audio version as well. Um, but until next time, stay safe, stay healthy, and all that's left to say is up the villa. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply